The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're going back to Bricksburg. Brickleburg? Is that Brickle? No, yeah, Bricksburg. And we're going back to the world of the Lego movie. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? Y'all excited to be doing this? I, I'm kind of excited. I didn't think I was going to like this one as much as I did, actually. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I think I, these movies are always fun to talk about in any case. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited about this because because I remember like two, three weeks ago, I was I was watching I was watching YouTube. And so and so y'all, y'all remember like a couple of months ago when when as an ad they showed the entire like like lego movie like for like first lego movie as an ad i like, forgot yeah. but i yeah I they, just they, was they, they did that for a day yeah well so well so like three or so weeks ago as an ad they had the song of this movie called stuck in your head or, or whatever or, no it's no it's it's called it's called catchy song they had <laughs> this eight seconds of it that's like the hook play at, at playing as an ad with like the same looping video and the same looping part as a five hour ad oh i did see that yeah i watched an hour i mean i didn't it. watch it but no I, I i watched an hour of it i don't know why <laughs> i think what i am remembering is you like screen capping your facial reaction to it it's oh that's like, right i did send y'all that video <laughs> the beginnings of insanity <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks yeah, for I, thanks I, for taking one for the team. Doing yeah, that. I, I I think I think that kind of like that 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 like planted itself as as a as a seed in my brain of like okay, this is gonna be a thing. We're gonna watch this movie. And you're gonna love it. <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and do the summary and all that jazz. I got a couple things to say about it as well, but uh, I think it we'll, we'll get into it. The citizens of Bricksburg face a dangerous new threat when Lego Duplo invaders from outer space start to wreck everything in their path. The battle to defeat the enemy and restore harmony to the Lego universe takes Emmett, Lucy, Batman, and the rest of their friends, because those three are pretty much the only important ones, uh, to faraway, unexplored worlds that test their courage and creativity. It doesn't really test their creativity ever, but let's not get into it. Directed by Mike Mitchell. Uh, producers, of course, was Chris Miller, Phil Lord, who the re- original directors of the first Lego movie. Uh, Dan Lin, Roy Lee, Jinko uh, Gotch. Produced uh, production companies are Warner Brother Animation Vertigo Entertainment and Warner Brothers Animation Group. Screenplay, of course, was by Chris Miller and Phil Lord. I like this movie, and I think that the the I, I was wondering about one of the things. It's actually funny. I I love it when one off movies actually like they drop a hint for their next movie, and they actually just continue forward with it. Because yeah. there's it, and it's it's one of those older things that older movies tend to do because now everything is a certain is like certainly going to have like a Lego universe or whatever. Um, so it's kind of a certain thing that there's just going to be a continuation, but like in terms of teases for future movie projects that may never happen, that's definitely what the first Lego movie felt like. And they tease the possibility of the sister getting in on all, uh, of the Lego verse and the, the continued overworld of like the brother and sister and their relationship being all of this Legos happening is a metaphor for their relationship. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I think it's a good, I think it's a good setup and I like that, you know, they, they, I was, I was actually impressed that they were able because after they blew the Will Ferrell setup in the first movie, I was kind of concerned that they wouldn't necessarily be able to continue on with it without kind of because like the first movie, uh, you know, kind of steals the plot from the Lego characters in a way 
that makes the whole thing kind of feel weird a little bit because it, it has a weird denouement and a weird falling action because the action continues for the, their world and this is the continuation of that action. So it actually flows off really nicely and feels like a good continuation and also does a good job of keeping you back in the world. So my first concern about a sequel to the original Lego movie was actually met <laughs> pretty pretty astoundingly uh, to me at least. Um it also, you know, kind of undercuts this whole girl toys versus boy toys and sets it up as these two things. And it also, you know, is, I mean, I'm not going to give Lego too much credit here because it's definitely positioning itself you know, or whoever is positioning Lego as like the genderless toys. It's about engineering and creativity yeah. and whatever you see in it. And it's not about it's about what the person is seeing and individuality versus gender roles and that sort of thing, which I think is a really good job. I do think they do a really good job of positioning it initially. It doesn't necessarily go anywhere depending upon your view of it uh i do think it's still a good movie a good movie setup and i think that the land blasting of chris pratt's career is pretty much just on point especially with the character at at the end it's just telling him not to change but that's uh yeah yeah i I think all around there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with this movie uh uh but there's also a secondary thing here which is you know, Lego Movie 2 collapses at U.S. box office on opening weekend. This is already being forecasted to be an incredibly unsuccessful movie. Uh, the Lego Movie 2, the IndieWire, the Lego Movie 2 falls short, and the 2019 box office decline continues. Uh, so I think whatever happens here, we also kind of have to deal with the fact that this is already looking to be a pretty huge flop and that it's another kind of this is one of the good Warner Brothers movies and it just seems to be that Warner Brothers can't put together movies to save their life or like an opening roster of movies right now to save their life and I think it's going to be a question what happens to them in the near future so uh, but coming back around let's go ahead and get your guys takes on whether or not you did or did not like this movie and kind of where it sits in relation to the rest of the Lego movies so uh, Trevor where, where where do you think this rakes among the other two Lego movies which is I... of course Lego Batman and Lego movie and not counting Ninjago because nobody saw that one. I did see Ninjago. I like Ninjago. Oh, you okay, <laughs> that was like the elephant in the room, I guess. Yeah, yeah. My, my only experience with Ninjago was the TV show, so I never saw the movie because I was like, I know what happens, kind of. Dot dot dot. Oh no, no, the movie's the movie's very different. The movie is weird. Oh. Yeah, the movie is the movie is weird, and in its own sort of way, it breaks out of sort of the mold of the rest of it. But it's it's still it's still probably going to be the less quality of all three of these, though. Still interesting. Not bad. Yeah. To answer not- your question of the ones I've seen, I think it's the, the Lego movie phenomenon is like a bit of a diminishing return for me so far. I mean, I, that's I, I kind of like felt the way I did coming out of Batman, except with Batman the, without the benefit of like that universe having its own elements to parody and all of that. It, um, I, I still liked it. I really like you know the thing that they did with the sister character universe and that relationship and all being metaphor for that and the twist where Emmett needs to not be tougher he just needs to be himself and right Chris Pratt um older career Chris Pratt like uh analog is like a representation of like every generic action hero ever like rejecting that I I like all that I think it's like a great message I just you, you know, as as an adult, you see it coming that like the sister can't be the villain or anything. When I mean that's the, what it's set up to be the whole time. So it's not like the twist is a as a surprise if you're an adult watching it. I feel like it it just works on a much more simple level than the first movie did for me. Because well, part partly in the first movie, you don't 
have the benefit of seeing that twist coming. And that's why it was such a hard thing to measure up to. I mean, I think what they, I don't know. I, I still think it's a good thing. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like it's okay. And we'll get more into it. No, no. Yeah. I think, I think I get it. Like it, it feels like, a, it feels like, you know, it's heart and everything it's trying to put out there is a continuation of the Lego movie, but also kind of in the right place with current politics and where they are. Yeah. Like but I'm also, not saying I could do it better. I just wasn't as entertained as I was in either of the previous two films. It's like, for me, it's like a le- the moral, moralistically, it's like a less good version of Steven Universe, essentially, uh. in terms of like, without a lot of the other secondary awesome uh, subtext of Steven Universe. Uh, right. But at the same time, like you still have like the rejection, you know, it's not about, you know, it's, it's Adventure Time too. Like Adventure Time doesn't end with somebody going super sad. Adventure Time ends with somebody singing a song and make, and like solve, resolving their differences. And that's kind of, I think that's the kind of point, like it's weird to see blockbuster movies because movies are really really far behind in that sort of thought process uh and so this is kind of cool that it's a movie doing that but in terms of animation you know which is where the lego movie kind of lives and kind of the oeuvre of the whole thing comes from it's not new it's not it's kind of aping from better projects it's cool that it's doing the same thing uh but it's still it's still i don't necessarily know that it all coalesces is maybe what you're suggesting like it's you're, you're still trying to suck a movie about toys out of this Mm, I wouldn't be that cynical about it as far as the marketing. I mean, I, the thing that I would be cynical about is that, I mean, I had every opportunity to be, to be that cynical about it because I saw this at the Draft House and they're selling like Lego and Pokemon gotcha toys out of the entrance to the theater. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. no, I, I wasn't that cynical about it. I really don't know how I would do it better. I don't have any better ideas how you continue that. Um, kind of paradigm they had from the first movie. I just wasn't as entertained by it. I, I don't know what I would what I would do to fix it or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll try to think of something. We can work yeah. on it. No, no, no. All let's, hope let's, is not let's lost. Scoot over, let's scoot over to Peter though. Let's. What, what did you think of this movie, Peter? So, I, so I will, I will say, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed this movie. But, but I, I, I agree with some of the points that, that Trevor made because, um, because I came back, I came, I came back, come after watching it, and I was talking to my roommate, um, who, who, who will see it eventually, uh, but he was like out, so he couldn't see it with me. Um, but like I, I, I was, I was, ta- I was telling him, I was telling him, like just, just like Trevor brought up, it's, it's like, it's like the kind of message of the first film, and how like like that last thirty seconds of it, very much led into what this film would be about so so like like Trevor said as an adult you see it coming so it's like okay you know that the message of this film after the first one was like okay dad's too strict it's Legos be creative you you know that the message of this film is that's your sister you can you can coexist together just have fun because you're both creative minds so it's like was the journey getting there as fun as the journey of getting of, of getting to the twist in the first film? Maybe not as much, but that's maybe that as much. But while I enjoyed while I enjoyed it, I I think it's only because we knew that we, we it's only because we 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 know we know that everything happening with the Legos isn't just some some world literally all its own without human interaction without 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 any human outside input. So it's like, so it's like, was the journey getting to from point A to point B in this film as good? No, because it's not as fresh, because it's not as fresh of an idea. But I, but I, but I still, I still very, I still very much enjoyed it though. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think I did too. It's I, I just want to point out just I don't want to make this a statistics thing here, guys, but I do want to point out too. Um, the market generally is like because I, I think the thing that's shocking to me is that like I like this movie. I think this is a really fun movie to take your kids to, and that's oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. I, I think I think this is a hell of a great movie I, to take kids to. I would be bouncing kids off the walls to do this. Yeah, I I, I, w- I went to a ten o'clock showing this morning, filled with children. Really? Because here's here's all right. Here's let me lay some statistics on you because this is the thing that's shocking me. The original Lego Movie <laughs> opening weekend was sixty nine million, yeah, uh, roughly right. domestic. Uh, the opening ba- Lego Batman movie was fifty three million, and the opening Ninjago movie like d- didn't do very well was twenty million. Lego uh-huh. Movie Two has done an opening of thirty four million, so just about fourteen over in Ninjago, and about half of the opening weekend of the original Lego Movie, and much less than projected that they wanted. Oh yeah, oh, I think that's the other thing less. too. People projected above the original Lego Movie, which is yeah. the issue here because yeah. the projections of what they put into this is just not out of the thing. But that's I think I read that's studios. Somewhere. Yeah, that's studios being stupid. But that's another day. That's another day's discussion. But yeah. like, still, I am shocked that there is that this didn't generate. I see where you're going. If I think I see where you're going, I, there it does seem like there's like an abnormally fast like consumer fatigue with like market overload of this particular kind of thing, and that's something that I also yeah. felt watching the third one of these. And I yeah. think part of that is the parodic element of it. Whereas yeah. Batman had the benefit of that whole universe to make fun of, and like this cultural icon, we're all very well acquainted with in the first movie. I don't remember. I've only seen it once. I don't remember the first one was parodying anything but like pop culture and blockbuster movies yeah, and hero yeah. and the hero narrative. That's again like a really ripe source for parody. This one, the references felt all the fuck over the place, and it's just like yeah, parodying yeah, everything yeah. a little bit. Whereas I, mean, I don't know. One... You still have the blockbuster thing with his like Rick Danger vest or whatever, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder too because like clearly this is opening weekend. This is not based like I I I I'm one to say that like critical appraisal of movies has very little to do with how they do other than like certain very specific Yeah. Circumstances. So for right. me, it's like that's not exactly why this did or did not do well, or like the things because I think the critical appraisal of it is a, is pretty good. Like you know, yeah. IMDb right now it's a seven point three out of ten. That's a pretty fucking good movie, even if it's not better than the. It's not as good as the first one. That's by that's by no means a negative review by any stretch. Um, I really want to see if this one pulls it out of it in the next couple of days because like oh, like ending domestic for Lego one was like two hundred sixty five and two hundred fifty seven million, and Batman was one hundred seventy five million gross domestic and mm. ninjago was 59 million which holy shit it's funny to think that the first weekend of the original lego movie did more dollars than the entire um, run of the Le- lego ninjago movie <coughs> excuse me wow yeah i really uh, hope they got some toys sold out of that that's all i can <laughs> that's all i can say about that i i, I feel like, i almost feel like with ninjago they should have just stuck with the tv show at that yeah point. well i think it's a, yeah yeah <laughs> Apparently it's a very popular well. TV show. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually watched a damn good bit of it. Um, <laughs> like, not, like, not gonna lie, I, I, I have watched a damn good bit of Ninjago, and it, and it's a, it's a, it's a solid show. So, yeah. and they were, they were selling a good number, of, a, good, a good number of toys for that. So I, so I, so for me, it was confusing why they decided let's take the TV show and put it on film. It's like yeah. your TV show is fine. It's shocking to me how unplugged in to like American animation I am sometimes because I watch so much anime. Like Katie had to introduce me to Gravity Falls and Over the mm. Garden Wall, and like, oh wow, that's, I didn't know those were both hers. Yo, those were both hers. Damn. Like, 
like I, I'm the one that injected a lot of that into this into this group, and I was like, does no one fucking know about these? No offense, I know that some people in this group. I'm not trying to. I'm so amazing. I'm saying I didn't know, and then Katie no, no, was the yeah. one that got me onto them. My my point is is that like you know as as as, as TV and cartoon and animation anime uh, like oriented as me and Trevor and other members of the cast are like sometimes I'm just like I didn't even know this was a thing. What else? So, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I I, I missed the days of my Saturday morning cartoons a little bit. Now I just uh, watch anime. We all do, <sighs> Jack. We all do. Or at least I, know. I do. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm more because I'm finishing up Kingdom Hearts three, and I think that's just like you know this this like this Saturday. I literally like played Kingdom Hearts three and watched cartoons in the morning, and that's like as Saturday as like any of my fucking ten year old Saturdays ever were. So like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, why the fuck is Zigbar? No, I'm not gonna talk about it. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, mm. uh, yeah, throwing, we'll, talk, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, about this later, Jack. yeah. Why the why the fuck? Why the fuck? Uh, uh, let's not get into it. I, I Anyways, don't know what yeah. that is, so I'm not gonna talk yeah. about it. No. So I guess I guess we all agree that kind of like the moralistic value of it is in the same place. But I guess my issue is like I agree with you that like it's not probably as good as the first one. But I, I don't like that as a general like thesis on it. Like I want I want to hit on this home why we think that this one is not quite working and what it is about it. Because from a script structure, I think it's a very, very, very tight script. <laughs> and I think that's the thing too. I, you I disagree? I, yeah, I, I guess I do. I don't have, I don't have like a particular moment that rubbed me the wrong way or anything though. I just feel like it's kind of a plotting, like takes a while to get to the twist that you see coming forever kind of thing. I don't know. I was, talk, a, talk a moment about the specifics of the twist in this movie spoilers obviously um well so the twist is the you know the thing that makes it the lego land into a uh or brickville or whatever it is again uh to an apocalyptic wasteland take on fury road i should have seen fury road you got that from me i should have seen fury road it's obviously penetrated the zeitgeist in ways i never could imagine um i think causes all that is the sister coming wait in. are you serious what yeah no, i know i never saw it. it i never Shit, saw it dog i i I'm sorry I admitted it now because you had no, obviously I, forgotten. No, 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 no. It's fine. You exhorted it's fine. me at the time repeatedly, and I was like, you're I'm not missing. I'm, you're not anyway. missing. A, there's not a lot of jokes in this that are Fury Road. I know. I was like, I think I get it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. that. It's not. Know, yeah, it's concept, not. You're not really, mixing. But, yeah. No, it's no, not. Yeah. Even if you haven't seen the movie, you, you anyway, get the reference right the off because that, of visual. Yeah, the thing that causes the apocalyptic, uh, you know, mature take on the Lego building world that the teenage boy is now growing into is his little sister's intervention and crashing and ruining everything. At least that's what he perceives and that's what we perceive. But it turns out that she's really just trying to find some way to interact with him. And that's the only way that she can. You know, obviously, because she's much younger than him at first. And then as she's growing up, she keeps trying and they keep like fighting. And then there's a time travel mechanic. Jack, damn it for you telling me to explain this. You're so much better with time travel than I am. Um, (laughs) I always, I don't know, you have more tolerance for it. Not that I have a problem with it, but. And then like, uh, okay, so they, sister abducts all of our main faves, except for Emmett, the lone protagonist that. Um, as comes up, didn't really, you know, actually do anything in the last movie like he was supposed to because he was a special because he was a protagonist, which is the whole point of the last movie or whatever. But um, <coughs> I mean, they kick the shit out of him like narratively. They they have that yeah. moment. It's like so he didn't 
do anything. You did all the work, right? And there's that whole moment, but uh, which I liked. I liked that. Um, so he has to go rescue them. And then, of course, he needs rescuing because he's not tough and he can't action hero. So he gets rescued by Rick Dangervest, which is the much more edgy and uh, mature, stubbly action hero like archetype uh, who tries to teach him to be tough by uh, destroying things rather than building things and um, takes him to the star system. To I'm just summarizing the whole movie now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't summarize very well, by the way. The, I, this has always been a problem. That essentially, there is a future Chris Pratt's uh, Emmett's character gets trapped behind the dryer and time travels to back in time to attempt to save himself, essentially, uh, because he got bitter behind the dryer and evolved into the Rex Danger, kind of like, you know, every other Chris Pratt character. And so the twist being that he himself is the antagonist in this case um, and is just like, sort of like, you know, what happens when Emmett becomes dark, essentially. Yeah. And also it's just it's just a, it's just a generalized takedown of basic action heroes. Oh, yeah, and the more appealing part of that is that he wants to become, like, tougher and, like, movie macho, like uh, he thinks Wildstyle wants him to be, but then she regrets, like, wanting that, and he's, like... I don't. Know, I, th- I think that's that's you know yeah. that's that's yeah. very. Appealing. I think I think it's also yeah. like I think it I I think it I I also the one thing I like about this version of this thing and there's a lot of there's a lot of times there is like social pressure and Wildstyle represents that social pressure and she recognizes in herself that it was wrong for her to put social pressure on Emmett to be somebody that he's not while also Emmett is also under that pressure like the admission to like falling to social pressure to not be yourself. I think I think it's I think man I mean this is just a grab bag of like happy-go-lucky yeah. metaphors, and I do like them. I think it's the issue here, Trevor, is that, like, I need a better reason to hate this movie. I don't hate it. I never I, said not, I hated I, it. I need, a, I need a reason to not dislike this movie, is my point here, because I honestly think it may be, in, 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 at least in metaphor and construction, yeah, it's clunky, and yeah, it's slow, but at least in metaphor well, those are the those I, are the reasons I have. That's, I guess that's it. I don't know. Um, Trevor, what, what do you think? Do you, do you I mean... Not Trevor. Well, you just Peter. you just said you just said him for me. I mean, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 so wait, what's the question? What, what do I think may have dragged this movie down in some way? Or, or yeah, because or you don't totally agree with that. You think it's still a good movie? I know, I, I think it's still a good movie. I, I think I think for me, and this is uh, this could be totally personal. For me, the big drawback would be would be would be how they decided to make this kind of a musical <laughs> like That's i was I, I i was not expecting I, I was not expecting warner animation to go the disney route where they were like okay here's a beat here, here, here here's a beat here's a moment in the in the in the narrative that could be explained with a few lines of dialogue and then just keep it moving no, we're gonna pull a Lion King slash high school high school musical slash 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 Princess and the Frog moment and sing a song to explain everything. Like, there's really only like a couple of points where it's like, okay, this song can exist and this song can exist. The um where uh the 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 the, the, the catchy song that's fine because because it's meant to drive everyone crazy. Cool, and then and and then I will allow. 
when they like took everything is awesome but then made it work for this film where it's like everything's not awesome but that doesn't mean that but that doesn't mean we can't work to make shit better but the whole ordeal where, where the whole the whole ordeal where, where where it was like it was like queen uh queen whatever i wanna be yeah that's great queen whatever want i i love that queen whatever wanna be when 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 they had that whole musical number where she was whole musical number where she's like i'm not evil even though literally everything i'm doing and every and, and every mistake in mis- mistake in wording i i'm making makes me totally sound evil yeah but see I'm not i heard villain. that and i was like so google right so this is a this is a thing on google that's that's what this is and then it went nowhere i mean what no <laughs> Wait, i didn't get that jesus Wait, google yeah, I, Google's Google's model is don't be evil. No, you're reaching there, dude. I might be, but it's what occurred to me. And for it to be, you know, a total misunderstanding and everything to reflect it back the the other way, where it's like, no, no, you're just a poor communicator. Like clearly, it's you know, it kind of takes away any messaging you would want to read into that the whole time up to it. Like the pop song that always gets stuck in your head. Of course, I connect with that, but then it's like, yeah, it's okay. Pop is fun, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, you know. Come it, on. I, I mean, it's me. May, Come on. It it may have taken over a little bit too much. Like how everything is awesome was such a big part of the first movie. Yeah. And and it does have everything is awesome does have a moment, but there's not really a secondary musical function out of Emmett's first morning, which isn't in itself not yeah. really a musical thing. Like it's used yeah. to a much greater extent in that and a more clever way than this is than all the musical numbers in this movie are used. So yeah. clearly they think of themselves now as like some form of musicality and have taken it to the extreme. And I agree with you. I think and that's I didn't annoying. like the musical numbers in Batman either. Wait, their musical numbers and ah, uh, yeah, the first one. But again, the same thing where there's just like a certain amount of them, and they're they're definitely less played for. Like that, there's just that first Batman, that first musical number in Batman, which I, I'm sorry, Trevor, I love it. I know, like, I know, when, you love it, and I didn't. I wait, didn't love I love that thing. That's the best part of that. Movie. I know, I remember because you made us all sing it when we did our review. Here oh, okay, that's right, that song. Okay, I forgot about I, for, I forgot about that one for a second. I was like, their musical numbers. I that, that and see and see that and see that's that's the thing. Much like much like I think. Uh, Everything is awesome from the first Lego movie. I didn't really register. I didn't like necessarily register like that first that first song in the Lego Batman movie as like a musical number. It was just part. It was. I I I always get diegetic and non diegetic mixed up. Me too. I think he's right though. I think it was the only one. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's only one and both. I think that's the cool thing about them is that, you know, as weird as the Lego, Lego verse is, and that's kind of the fun of it, like all the music in the Lego verse up to this point was diegetic. Yeah, yeah. Which is also, I think here it's still technically diegetic in most in most instances. Yeah, because they but, remark on the fact that they're singing. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, and that's just passionate. and that's it's just an element of the world now that like singing happens like that, which I I think is just less clever than the well, first that's diegetic fault. uses. That's Disney's fault <laughs> for rebranding what? themselves. Well, this is a we're Warner the... Brothers production, guys. No, I, I mean, oh, no, we know, we know, we know. I thought, I'm sorry, I thought you were saying like largely that's just how musicals work now a lot of the time. Oh, um, uh, I know. Oh, yeah. No, I got you. I, I see what you're saying. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> because of Moana uh, and like, uh, well, you know, all that. Oh, yeah. Them, them, bring, them, bringing, it, them yeah. bringing it back. Yeah. With with Moana and Frozen. Yeah. I also think it's just everything is awesome is definitely things and that's even too like it's in love with that concept because that it's revealed that Wild Style was the artist for that and that's yeah. sort of like the whole that's literally like the last beat of the movie and I'm like yeah. oh my god yeah, spoiler warning everybody I, wow sure I know I know it's just like <laughs> you know spo- spoiler warning everybody but also Emmett and it's like literally 10 seconds of him gasping it's like 
that's your ending yeah like 10 I, I seconds of just that. chris pratt gasping yeah it fits in it fits in with her arc coming full story too so it's good so i think that that it's weird to say that this movie has a great relationship arc where neither of the relationships are really ever in the same room for most of the movie how about this it's more dated than the first one in terms of like what it's parodying with like recent pop culture as far as like apocalyptic and grimdark and warner mm. brothers being grimdark that's not as like deep and oh fuck i said deep now you're gonna get me for that it's not as um it's not God, as long lasting and, like, like some sort of like <laughs> like i don't know like fucking philosophizing ball buster <laughs> i'm not like, huh. jesus well there's an element of brinksmanship that's that's all i mean but right, um <laughs> that that's not the same as um it's not as broad i guess as um the hero's journey kind of parody that the first one is yeah, like give me so, that. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you that it's not as broad. I just. I also think that the moralistic heart of this movie is so on point with the current zeitgeist of morality. Yeah, that it's almost like the moral heart is so much more in the right place versus like. I don't know, but still, like, that's the thing, too. Irreverent comedies are not currently up to date, and that's what the first one is and works so well. Mm-hmm. But it, it, and I think that's the thing, too. It's, it's the inherent thing. The, the impact of the first Lego movie is the flavor of it is so irreverent and fun, is more important than... The first Lego movie works yeah. not because it's a Lego movie. The element of it being a children's toys movie or even like it's it's created by these things, it's how irreverent to the whole movie-making experience the movie is and how open and about it it is. And I think that's the thing that's so refreshing about the movie because I don't think there's elements of the original Lego movie that work worse than this. I honestly think the third act of this movie is better than the original Lego movie third act. The um, the third act being like the yeah the down moment where the, the there's the false ending and then the the coming right, from that right yeah and I think I think that's the thing is because the third act of the Lego movie takes all power away from the Legos true yeah and I think that's the difference here is where it gives you a good overarching ending but fails on movie construction thing well, and see, I think that's the thing that's a universe thing that I didn't like in this much this one as much either where the Legos just start moving by themselves at the end. I really didn't like that. Yeah, because I, I I don't see any reason for it to not be metaphorical and easy. Like, that doesn't... It didn't need to do that. You yeah, know what they, I mean? They, they don't need to be moving. They, 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 like, they, 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 show, they, show, they show eventually, you know, oh, what's happening here is a parallel of what's happening out there. So you don't have to show the Lego pieces moving. You can just show... You can just show them like in their world having the have having in in their own world like their own lego universe having having their own dialogue but then the humans are also having their own shit like you don't need to have the legos be like i can move now i walk because this is now toy story yeah that was the weird kind of cross-cutting element of it too that i didn't think worked as well i mean i see the importance of having in a movie where you know two lego manipulating forces are in conflict again 
now between the brother and the sister, the cross-cutting to the real world some of the time. But when it goes full real world this time, and then they're just, you know, like you said, going Toy Story, kind of full real world. Yeah, that's... It's confusing, yeah. probably. Well, it's also it's changing your it's changing your oeuvre like halfway through. It's like what? No, don't do that. And the fact that it keeps being played as a joke too uh, gets old. I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Like this one just felt so much more parodic to me, and I don't remember if the first one felt that way or not. Google's parodic, like <laughs> as in parody. Oh. Ah, because the, uh, yeah and i acknowledge that like we need good parody and like i can't remember the last time there was a feature length parody that was any good you know but yeah i see i don't know i think i think that's the thing i think that the amazing thing about the first lego movie is that it's a fucking movie like it, it's its own fucking internalized universe and movie and does a much better job of fleshing out its existing universe than this movie yeah I don't know. I would agree with that. Like, it doesn't really take too many too many people that much farther beyond what their character arcs were in the first film. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I I, I I still enjoyed it. That like that's the, like that's the thing that I'm that, that like that like I'm battling. Well, not battling. That's going on in my head. It's like, it's like I I it it really it really for me it really just comes down to the freshness of everything. It's like it's like in the first movie they fucking made everything look like a goddamn lego who expected that shit no one and here it's like we know that there's an outside world now and we and, and we we and we know from the very beginning the the the, the, the very beginning when, when when Emmett brings up his dream of our of our momageddon we know from the very beginning that everything is that everything is being influenced from the outside it's like it's like it's like we knew that anyway, we 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 know that anyway going into it, but they but you but you can still have this film and the lake and the Legos and their universe exist without so constantly mentioning things like our Mamageddon, the door to the 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 the, the, do, the door to the basement. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to so constantly reference it because we already know it's there. Just just let them do their thing by themselves right and i think i think here's the other element here that's an issue too is that like the impetus for the change needs to happen in the real world as opposed like the original lego movie as opposed to this one this one the legos take over and they regain the thing which is probably a criticism of the first movie that a lot of people had for it is like oh you take all the ingenuity away from the plots of the heroes that we followed for the whole movie no that's the point and here the breakdown of that thing in an attempt to quote unquote fix the issue is causing it to have no solid through point for the heroes the heroes being the uh the legos the legos because that's the thing it's a separation of the hero's journey where it's metaphorical allegory for one and the other but the breakdown of the allegory means that no one is technically the hero i mean i mean the fact the fact that we had that one shot at the end where where the kid can literally hear 
the Lego pieces in the bin singing. Can he though? Or is he just looking at the bin thinking I could put the heart back together and give it back to my sister? And no, I, 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 at least at least with how I was interpreting that shot, you could hear muffled singing <laughs> from his perspective, like in the human yeah. world, yeah. you could hear muffled music. You could even hear it under under. You could even hear it under underneath the uh, laundry machine. Like you could hear music. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I will say it's a good ending though with Silly Man. Yeah, it, it is. With what? I don't know. It's it's all it's with Silly Man. Silly Man, Silly Man. Where where is he in the ending? It's just... Superman. Sorry. Good. No, I remember. I remember. I remember. I just don't yeah. remember what he's doing in the ending. He's sparkly. I don't know. Let's not yeah. talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and do scores on this thing. I think that'll help us a little bit. At least put like where we are and like talk about it a little bit better. Um, first, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and make you go first, Peter, if you don't mind. Hmm. Uh, okay. Bam. Uh, so, I don't know. Sorry. He <laughs> said everything I've said. Uh. Ooh. I'll give this a six point five. Mm. Yeah, six point five. Still very much enjoy the movie. If if if, if you if you have if you have kids or you have nieces and nephews that you have nieces and nephews that are ki- nieces and nephews that are kids. If you have cousins that are kids, oh my god, please take them to go see this movie. It is like just just for like the visual and this and like the jokes that they pull and 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 everything. That alone is a joy. Don't get me like with everything that I've said. Do not get me wrong. This movie is so much fun. And this movie to me was still fun to watch. The, the 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 fact that the fact that I didn't even know Tiffany Haddish was in this film, and she's Queen Whatever, took me for a loop. Like I was not <laughs> expecting her voice to come to come out to come out of that horse. That was a shocker. Um, but I but I guess because we see we, we can see from as an adult you can see from a mile away what the message is for this film because like we literally just said there 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 is that breakdown of who's actually in control of what's happening is this lego universe actually an allegory for for what's happening with for what's happening with their human counterparts or are the human counterparts an allegory for what's happening in the lego world where where where, where is the separation that there needs to be that separation so it kind of breaks down the music, not the music, the, the movie a bit for me. And to speak to the music, you didn't need to make this a, a musical Warner animation. You could have just had the one, you could have just had catchy song because it works within the context of the film of let's make everyone crazy and quote unquote brainwash them, even though they're not actually brainwashed, they go willingly. They just have, they're just having fun. Just have that be the one song, and that's it. You don't need to oversaturate your own damn movie because you had one song that was hella popular. It's 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 like it's it's like it's like it's like between Transformers One and Transformers Two. Michael Bay went from like ten robots to thirty five robots, essentially. Basically, you, you don't need to oversaturate your own film with something just because it's good. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not good for all things are lawful for me, but all things are not good for me to do. Here's me quoting the Bible. <laughs> Trevor, you're up next. Mic drop. Uh, I was also planning to give it a six point five. Um, summarize, I guess. I really like the message of the movie and everything it's 
trying to do something about the reversal is just boring to me. Um, like the reversal of perspective where you're supposed to be like, as an audience, kind of like, oh, I misunderstood the whole time. But as the audience realistically, at least as an adult, you see it coming and you're kind of wondering how they're going to make it work. And then it's just the, oh, you thought that? Well, it's the other thing, kind of. I didn't enjoy overall as kind of like a plot structure, I guess. Um, there's a lot in it I really liked. I think still think it's a good movie and I'd still recommend it. I just, I didn't find it that entertaining from start to finish. I think a lot of it is the, the parodic element of it just going off in different directions too. All right, yeah, and uh, I'm going to be the most positive here, I guess, with a seven. Uh, I th- I think that it's a good follow-up to the original Lego movie. I think its heart is really in the right place. I think it makes me laugh. I think that it's a good pop. It's a good. It does pop culture reference as well. It attempts to have. It has a pretty good construction. If even though it drags quite a bit more than the first one, I'll give you guys that. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that there's something in this movie that's bothering me, but I haven't heard a satisfactory answer as to what it is or what is the overall thing that's dragging this movie down other than like a little bit of pacing issues and other things. Uh, for me though, like, yeah, seven is a high end recommendation. There is not a better kids movie out right now. You should go see this. Other than maybe Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, yeah. Well, is that's that still not, in theaters. That's, yeah. that's part of my co- conceit is like calling it a kids movie. I don't know that I'd call the first one a kids movie. I think that's exactly that correct. Yeah. And I think that there's a uncomfortable transition here for the rest of the universe and the things. And I think this is still not fully a kids movie. This is definitely the most fun I'll have in a kids movie this year, probably. Oh, it's the beginning uh, of the year. There's Toy Story Four though. Yeah, I have no hope for that, guys. Yeah, I wasn't done. I just you wanted know. to put that out yeah. there. Oh my god, Toy Story World and uh, Kingdom Hearts, though. Oh my god, it was everything. It was everything. <laughs> Big Hero Six is still my favorite, though. It was so short, though. Anyway, no, we're, we're, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. We're not I was gonna about do this to say here. the Big Hero Six keyplay that you get with like that 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 dumb overdrive ability is amazing. I'm Love sorry. it. Okay, I'm done. All right, <laughs> for everyone here from the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Peter Dancy. Bye. Trevor Flynn. Goodbye. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening, everyone. Head on over to TuscanShed.com. That's Tuscan Shed Media Network. Check out all our other stuff. Yes, I know. It's been like four or five years since I've updated the website, but I'll go ahead and do get right on that right after this. Uh, also, if you want to help us, head on to Tuscan Shed Media Network, Tuscan Shed uh, backslash support us to find a myriad number of ways to help support our podcast and everything else from everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network and the Move Gang Podcast, as always. Thank you for listening. All right.